The Circle, a novel by Ed Adams. Sedona. Bixi awoke with a start. He still felt woozy. He noticed it was dark and that he appeared to still be in the car. Earlier the roof of the car had been open, but now he seemed to be more enclosed. He attempted to move his arm and to his relief it appeared to be obeying him. Hello, he ventured. Is there anyone here? He looked around and could see that he was alone in the car, parked in a small enclosed area surrounded by rocks. He worked out that they were still in the desert. He remembered that they were in Arizona. Then he noticed the driver of the car standing a few meters away. Bixi clicked down the door handle and eased himself out. He swiveled in the car seat and put his feet on the ground and gently pulled himself upright. Great, you can stand again said the driver. Chuck has been able to walk around for a couple of hours. Can you talk yet he asked. Yes, replied Bixi, slightly surprising himself that the words were coming out of his mouth. What happened? I guess you met with your buddy Chuck and have got sucked into something, answered the driver. My name is Mike, by the way. I have known Chuck for many years. Let's say we shared a few moments. That was you driving a while ago? Questioned Bixie. Yes, things were getting a little hot, answered Mike. Bixie took a closer look at Mike now. A wiry, slim build, deep tanned face that was still partly concealed by the baseball cap. Bixie could tell that Mike was probably from a similar background to Chuck. Another ex-military type, American forces and perhaps some kind of special unit. There was a hardness to his face that Bixie could see. The look of someone who has been in many fights and could stand his ground. Bixie was glad that they were on the same side. We will wait for Chuck to get back said Mike, he has gone for a scout around our location. I think you'll understand that I won't be saying too much about what has been happening until all three of us are together. In the meantime, you might like something to eat or at least something to drink? The trunk of this car has quite a few supplies. Bixie nodded, Mike thank you, that would be great. Water is my priority right now. Bixie made his way around to the trunk of the car. He was a little unsteady on his feet and realized that he had not recovered from whatever had affected him. Mike smiled and walked over and helped Bixie open the back of the car. Bixie smiled. He could see that someone with a military mind had arranged the contents. There were several camouflaged bags arranged in the back. Yes, we have food, water and other items that might come in useful answered Mike. Bixie lifted one of the bags. It was very heavy and seemed filled with some kind of mechanical equipment. Bixie thought of guns. Not that one, said Mike smiling. The two on the left are the food and drink compartments. Bixie put his hand onto one of the other camouflage bags and could feel the outline of water bottles. He unzipped the top of the bag and pulled two bottles from it. Let's share one for now, said Mike, I'm not sure how long we will be out here. There was a small noise. A clink of a pebble hitting the edge of one of the large boulders. That's Chuck, said Mike, he's sending us a message he is nearly back. We've worked together a lot and that's a typical way to warn one another when we're approaching the base camp. We'll tell you more in a moment, but we both worked together for quite a long time out here in the desert. Chuck recovered his senses a lot earlier than you. We had a chance for a good chat while you were still out of it.
you seemed oblivious even when we were laughing. He's told me a fair bit about you, Claire and your friend Jake in England. There was another sound, the crack of a stick being broken. Now he's just having a laugh said Mike. He can hear us already. Bigsy looked around just as Chuck emerged from behind the rocks. Hi Bigsy, said Chuck, smiling, how's Rapunzel? Do you remember anything at all from yesterday? We were both given some kind of drug while we were in the bar. Hi Chuck I gather you recovered ages before me. I don't think I can remember as much as I should said Bigsy. I can remember flying here from Heathrow to Phoenix with Claire and then driving to the hotel with the fire pits in Scottsdale. I remember splitting up from Claire and even remember meeting you in the bar at the hotel. I think we also had something to eat. Yes said Chuck, it was the dinner when things went wrong. Someone had intercepted us even before I explained what has been happening. But wait a minute, said Bixie. Where's Claire? She flew out with me but was too jet-lagged to meet again last night. She went straight to bed. Yes, although you called her room and told her you had run into me when we first met in the bar. And that we would eat something. Okay, so Claire knows that we met, but not much about whatever happened after that? Asked Bixie. Correct, and we were in such a hurry to leave the place that we didn't have time to explain the circumstances. I presume Claire will be concerned? Asked Chuck, because we will need to extract her but it may not be so easy to return to that hotel right now. Chuck continued, she wasn't seen with me and I think I'm the person who's attracting the trouble right now. If Claire stays in the hotel she should be alright. Claire won't move for a couple of days even if I appear to have gone said Bigsy. She already knows that we have met. She will think you have taken me somewhere related to your initial contact with us said Bixie. But look, what about last night, I don't know what happened. I have a vague recollection of being in a car, was it this car? And that some people were chasing us? Someone was out to get us, or more specifically to get me, and you've got caught up in it answered Chuck. I knew you wouldn't have contacted us again unless it was important said Bixie. You know that most people thought you were dead after that trouble with the vaccine last year? Yes said Chuck and I'm sure you'll understand it was best to leave it that way with most people. I'd always assumed that you would have suspected the truth, that I was still around. We worked out that you had escaped and changed your identity or something said Bixie. But it was obvious when you contacted us at the Triangle it was you. I left a secure note for Jake about your contact but have sent no emails or texts or used the phone about you said Bixie. As I said yesterday evening said Chuck, thank you both for coming straight over here to assist me. You're welcome said Bixie, and I'm reminded that there's never a dull moment.